Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi. Hello. Welcome to Old Millennials for Patreon, a deep dive on all pop culture topics. I am one of your hosts, Margot Poupard. And I'm your other host, Emily Beijing. And welcome to the second Patreon exclusive of the month. We have a ton. Mm -hmm. fun trending topics to get into because we have been blessed with some lighter news i mean not like politically or like globally but i mean pop culture wise obviously (laughs) no i mean who knew that what we needed to stop thinking about how our our rights as people were being stripped on a weekly basis then a quickie vegas wedding with two very famous lovers as Drag queen Jada Essence Hall would say, look over there. And it's J-Lo <laughs> yes. and Ben getting hitched. <laughs> Jada Essence Hall is always here to give us the quotes when we need them. <laughs> Don't look over there. Look over here. We're love is still alive. And J-Lo is now Jennifer Lynn Affleck, baby. And announced, I'm sorry, I, I like newsletters are not dead, okay? And that's all thanks to On the J-Lo. J-Lo is out J- here giving jobs, like saving newsletters, email newsletters. Do you know they were corny? Fuck that. You can announce your whole wedding there now. I mean, I've I might the three newsletters I now have are Allison Romans, Patty Smith's, and J Lo's <laughs> that come to my inbox on a regular basis. That's some eclectic taste. But you are you were a world you're a woman of many cultures. So <laughs> a Renaissance <laughs> woman. 
Exactly. Uh, and your email newsletter inbox reflects that. But uh, I mean, now we've like eclipsed them getting married, which we should circle back about the dress in one second, because now we've now moved on to Ben Affleck memes of him falling asleep on a bateau mouche on their honeymoon in Paris, just like mouth open. Basically looks like my dad when we go on vacation. Like everyone, exactly like everyone's dad, like even falling asleep with the arms crossed is such a man move, oh, oh, oh. I must say. People always want to talk i don't know what that pose is called but we always talk about man spreading like that's how men nap is just like always arms crossed <laughs> mouth open <laughs> but we've seen pictures of them now walking all over le marais and been already acclimating to instagram husband life and him there was like a photo of them like through the bushes so like clearly very very invasive but he was like maybe crying um it looked very emotional whatever it was but they seem to be having a time and of course jayla looks gorgeous great beautiful gowns great gowns so which brings me back to wedding dress she said it was a dress from an old movie and so I feel like this leaves us very few options, right? Like, we already ruled out wedding planner pre-hopping on the mic. Yes. And I think that we've come pretty close to – we think it's Jersey Girl because there's that yeah. there was a wedding scene that got cut. So we don't yes. really know what the dress looks like, but it's probably this. I mean, but she had two dresses. She had two dresses, but really all – you know, it's it's on Kevin Smith now to tell us the truth because Ben and Ben and Jen are not going to tell us. Um, and George Carlin, may he rest in peace, is you know no longer with us. So of the Jersey Girl, you know, cast and crew, I, I mean, it leaves us to what Liv Tyler, the little girl, and Kevin Smith. Someone, someone find that little girl. <laughs> someone ask her. What does that dress look like? Do you know? Were you there? And also, I mean, I think. I think the wording is very deliberate. Like, she knows. Like, just tell us. Like, it's obviously oh, yeah. not marry me, marry me, say yes, marry me, marry me, say yes. But because <laughs> that all of the dresses for that were very um, elaborate. And this was like such like a simple, understated, like very like she looked like her character in the wedding planner, like very yes. demure. Like when so, she gets married at City Hall, like it has that vibe. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I, I, I love the illusion of J-Lo and it kind of almost makes the Marry Me movie even more interesting with this context. But she's like, you know, we just like got hitched, like just the two of us at this little chapel. And Ben's literally like in a bathroom and she has her hair and makeup team like in a suite. I was like, yeah, girl, y'all just like spur of the moment got hitched. You didn't get your hair done or anything at all. You just fell into this gown and that's fine. But I just like love that like, to her, like, this is understated. This is just like, I, I woke up like this, which I just think is so funny. I, you know, it's gone from ridiculous to just wonderful. It's like what we expect. I think what we all need right now is a little consistency in a world of chaos. And Ben and Jen finally tying the knot. And, you know, Jen just like being the most Leo of all Leos and Ben Affleck just Ben Afflecking his way through this. Like, it's it's one constant that we can all rely on. Um, and for that, I I thank them. They've done a service to this country in a time of turmoil. Well, should we do a uh, Top Gun salute, just one <laughs> shaky salute hand to the Lopez Afflecks for giving us uh, some great... Just and also just the nostalgia because like they oh, were yes. supposed to get married around this oh, time yes. and and all of his gambling and going to Vegas the first time around is what broke them up and twenty years later they're back together and it like it's just such 
a perfect ending right like such a storybook ending like hollywood loves this like we're all eating it up like i i legit was like oh my god it's so beautiful and i i don't think i told you this but i i accidentally texted sean when i thought i was texting you and i was like oh my god i'm like tearing up she took his last name he's like what are you talking about (laughs) oh my god marco you should have seen so last week i went to trivia with todd and zoe and we had a category about, you know, it's current events and they asked for the new married name and Zoe and I, without one hint of hesitation, simultaneously just said out loud, Jennifer Lynn Affleck and wrote it down. It was just, I mean, there is just, I think everybody is is like holding on to every detail of this wedding, of the name change, of the newsletter, of the Instagram captions, because it is all we have right now. <laughs> Jesus, Emily. <laughs> that was pretty bleak. I'll, I'll take it down a notch. <laughs> just, one, on just one notch. <laughs> just choose. But like, but you are not wrong. Like, did I get a thrill? Yes. Did I feel slightly less depressed that day? Yes. Like, was I trying to figure out, was having the mystery of like, where is this dress from kind of thrilling in like a real low stakes way? Of course. So yeah, again, we're giving them a fucking Top Gun salute. <laughs> the I, I just can't with Ben Affleck though. He's like, so that dude that's like, whatever, babe. <laughs> okay, babe. <laughs> Looks great, he- babe. He lets her be her, and he knows that she gets to be the star in the show of this Thank you. relationship. Exactly. And she, he is, you know, I I don't know. What's Ben's sign? Do we know what Ben's sign is? I have absolutely no idea. If I had to wager a guess, like Taurus. Uh, I will tell you right now. He Are you is, looking at his birthday? He's a Leo. <gasps> no. There are two Leos. <laughs> to quote Anne Hathaway on We Crash, they're a super, supernova, baby. <laughs> wait when's ben's birthday august 15th hmm wait and when's jennifer lynn affleck's birthday uh it is hold on one second um she is july 24th so she's like beginning leo and yeah he's he's kind of end of the but that's very interesting opening grand closing of leo's yeah, seriously. And grand closing for Ben is very fitting since he's always kind of sleepy or with his donkeys. <laughs> <laughs> Which Ben Affleck, I'm going to use him for a segue into our next bullet point that's maybe not necessarily a trend, but something that I've been dying to talk to you about because, you know, who else is going to care? Sure. <laughs> you know, and and this is ima- imagined or maybe not that imagined film feuds because I had heard this a while ago and like it's been sort of confirmed through like Dumois and like, oh, no, they didn't comment that like Ben Affleck doesn't like John Krasinski because he thinks he's like a kiss ass and he's John Krasinski's like trying has been trying to be Matt Damon's friend for a long time. He's like, oh. <laughs> Which I just find to be. I love, I love low key. I think men feuds are very, very funny. I mean, the the Jack White, Dan Auerbach one, hilarious. Or was it Patrick Stubb? Whatever. The drummer from one of the Black Keys guys. Oh, yeah. Patrick Carney. Is it Patrick Carney? Not Patrick Stump. Jesus Christ. That's wrong band. (laughs) How many Patricks are there in music, though? Give me a break. Midwestern white boys who are Catholic. Like, who are. One is just exceptionally tall and one is not. (laughs) Exactly. 
But anyway, they when they had that feud, like I couldn't get enough. I thought it was hysterical. Like I just couldn't believe these grown men were behaving this way, like at their kids' schools. Like, all right, you guys. I I just love the Boston of it all because Krasinski's also from the mm-hmm. Boston suburbs. Like they always, I mean, they all showed up in that Jimmy Kimmel uh, Deflate Gate video with Matt Damon about I'm the locker room guy, and all of them took a a, a hit and a swing at their version of a strong Boston accent, like. It's it's all very funny. It's it just feels like there could be a you know a Boston gritty movie about this uh, that Ryan Murphy could be behind, like a season of Feud twenty thirty years from now, <laughs> and it's just music by the Dropkick Murphys over and over and over again. <laughs> it's just that main song from <laughs> the Departed. <laughs> exactly. Look, I mean, Ryan Murphy will write it. Don't worry, we've got your back. But. This is why I love film themes, though, like real or imagined or whatever, what have you. First of all, you have to imagine there's some sort of tension and competition. It's just the nature of any industry. Right. But also um, there's just something about like stars. They're just like us. Like they just like hate their coworkers. And I find that to be deeply satisfying. And so I'm going to talk to you through these like two, you know, uh, is there something going on here? Question marks. And they are kind of like related to new releases. So one is Olivia Wilde v. Florence Pugh mm-hmm. and like to a lesser extent, Gem- Gemma Chan about Don't Worry Darling, which we watched the trailer for that when we saw Elvis. And I was like, oh, right, this is coming out. But yes. for a movie that's coming out kind of imminently, um, you would never know it because you never hear anybody talking about it. You don't no see anything about it. But we'll, no we'll get to that. And then my second one, because I watched this movie this weekend and it, and once you watch it, you're kind of like, yeah, they, I'd buy that they don't like each other. Uh, the Gray Man, uh, it, it'd be Chris Evans versus Ryan Gosling. And, you know, The Gray Man's getting a sequel and it's like, okay, girl, I guess. But, you know, and there's a throw, I have a throwback feud for you that we'll, we'll cap this whole section off with. But those are the two that I want to talk about. Which one speaks more to you? I mean, I think maybe the Chris Evans, Ryan Gosling thing, maybe that's last. It's, there's not a ton of there there, but no. I'm sure there's more there there with Olivia Wilde and Florence Pugh. Oh, yeah. See, so TikTok has been a flurry with several videos oh, yes. speculating the Wild Pugh feud um, and the lack of her posting, basically using her Instagram feed as evidence for this that she yes. has done – Every time something new comes out for Don't Worry Darling, like a new trailer or featurette or whatever, uh, she just proceeds to promote not everything else. It's not a featurette. Oh, my God. <laughs> People don't watch those anymore. I mean, that's just part of like, no, that's kind of like an EPK. That's like for PR people to deal with. Nobody watches featurettes. I mean, they just get uploaded to YouTube so- with like nine views. <laughs> Pretty much. So, But anyway, whenever something new comes out around it, she mm-hmm. proceeds to promote any other project that she is working on at that moment (laughs) and has not done a lick of posting regarding uh, Don't Worry Darling. Um, So I believe it. um, But I also wonder like what fueled it. Like wild to me for, for how much drama there seems to be behind the scenes of this movie. It seems to have been completely different with like book smart, which was, I think Olivia Wilde's directorial debut. Mm -hmm. Um, Everyone seems buddy, buddy there. And what's, and it feels like it's a very similar circle of friends in terms of the younger stars, because I feel like, Beanie Feldstein um, acted with Saoirse Ronan and Lady Bird, and then uh, Florence Pugh and Saoirse Ronan were in Little Women to get like, I feel like it's a similar circle of people. So it surprises me about this feud. It also makes me wonder, like, is it just, you know, Florence is sick of it or something? Like, I I, I don't know. But I, I really wonder, like, what would have fueled this feud? What do you think? 
I think it, I think she started Florence Pugh started out excited about the project because there was some talk coming from her, I believe, at the beginning. But I think the whole movie, maybe like her relationship with Olivia Wilde, like disintegrated over time, like uh, Olivia Wilde's directing and she's acting in this and she's falling in love with her lead all at the same time while she's going through like a contentious separation with Jason Sudeikis, like. I don't know. I feel like their relationship maybe disintegrated over time. That's sort of like the best thing that I can kind of come up with. The thing that's kind of wild to me is that, I mean, there was a ton of hype starting with this project, but then we haven't heard anything from anybody since Olivia Wilde got served very public custody papers. And beyond that, in this day and age, when contracts are negotiated, I don't know a ton, but I know enough to know that there is always some sort of like contractual agreement sort of written in there at some point where you are contractually obligated. It's part of like the amount of money that you get paid to do promo, whether it be on social media or whatever. So she's, yeah. it's crazy that Florence Pugh hasn't like posted anything because contractually, don't you think she'd hold her to it? So there's like, there's a lot of like weird stuff there. And Gemma Chan as well, like when the Oppenheimer or Oppenheim poster came out not a trailer not jack shit a fucking poster the both of them posted that and they haven't posted anything about don't, don't worry darling since like last year maybe or yeah. maybe six months ago at best yeah i don't know what's going on there um strange very strange uh i do think it's interesting that like olivia wilde is in a relationship with someone significantly younger than her and then also florence Pugh is in a relationship with someone significantly older than her um, so I feel like they would, I don't know, like bond on that, that like Hollywood has these expectations for them. I don't know. I don't know. It just makes me sad because I like them both individually. And so mm-hmm. I, I would hope, you know, smart, competent women in Hollywood could be friends, but not everyone has to be friends and I have to get over that. <laughs> right. I mean, I guess I was kind of hoping there'd be a little bit more of like a push, like whether or not they don't whether or not they like each other, like, wouldn't both of them have a vested interest in this doing well? Like, I have a vested interest in a woman, a woman filmmaker with an original story succeeding, right? Like, it's like such a treat to get. And yeah, if you even get one of those things, you're like, oh, shit, cool. <laughs> like, it's like so few and far between. So like, I'm going to watch this movie regardless of how you two oh, feel about each other. But and I hope it's good. But um, yeah, y'all need to like, why are you promoting Christopher Nolan's movie that nobody wants that's full of white people all over again? Like, why are we doing this? I'm just, yeah, I'm I'm over it. There are more white people in this movie than a Wes Anderson film. Like, and that is, you know. And the cast list, it's like, just, I looked at the poster and was like, damn, that's a lot of people. It's like Cillian Murphy. It's, it's, it's everybody. And then I went to the IMDb. I was like, damn, it's a lot of prestigious white character actors. Very interesting. Very interesting. Um, So my second feud I am going to transition to is uh, Chris Evans and Ryan Gosling. Because this is another thing where, like, press or lack of press or whatever just like people liking or not liking or following or not following certain instagrams can kind of lead you down away chris evans doing absolutely zero press with ryan gosling or vice versa like it was always ryan gosling by himself and then chris evans and anna de armas and whatever other ancillary reggie jean page or whatever but never together and then if you look at like the pictures on the red carpet like 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. They're on opposite sides of like group photos. And look, I'm not trying to say they hate each other at all. I'm just saying that like not everybody gets along or nobody has to, right? But there is something there because I think that Chris Evans has grown to resent being a Marvel guy. I think he thinks that he gets taken less seriously. He has like kind of alluded to it in interviews before. I mean, he he made a big stink about stepping down as Captain America, all of that stuff. And that's fine. And he was fine in The Gray Man. And he's a fine actor. And he was fine in Knives Out. He kind of plays like, he's kind of like filling the the hot dickish role that Bradley Cooper used to play. Like he wants to do more of that and he wants to be respected. And obviously there's like Ryan Gosling's career. Like they could have they could have had similar trajectories, but instead Ryan Gosling didn't do Marvel. And maybe he thinks he's like better than him because he didn't do Marvel. But there you could tell, even on screen, those two had zero chemistry, <laughs> like negative chemistry. It's like their lines were like 80 yard in and it's fine. But like you could just tell, again, it was one of those things like strange, very strange. <laughs> it doesn't seem like something is not cl- like for lots of reasons or lots of parts of that movie that didn't quite click but definitely like you would think they would have maybe more in like the florence people will be wide you think you have more in common than you do than you don't yeah they're they're, so they're very more, odd no i was just gonna say like they are like of the two of uh you know white act white actors of that age they tend to be the two that are less problematic than so, so many of their other contemporaries in that mm-hmm. space like i don't know and they just seem like genuinely nice guys like I, you know, yeah, I agree with you. I really thought like you that they would have, you know, more in common, more to talk about. Yeah, I just kind of, yeah. I And I think them not having chemistry is like part of why this movie doesn't work. I mean, there are other reasons why The Gray Man didn't really work for me, but um, I, I really wanted them to pretend to like each other more. You guys are fucking actors. Build a bridge and get over it. Which leads me to... This was something that I had heard on Dumois that I thought was just like a fun little throwback. Um, and I love this. And I and I thought I'd read something about this in one of like the anonymous Oscar ballots that I love to read every year. And it's about Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Cooper or Brad Cooper, uh, Brad Pitt, when they were in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood together. Apparently, they like pretended that they were like friends or whatever. They did a much more convincing job that they liked each other. But I guess Leonardo DiCaprio was like really peeved that he was the star of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Um, and uh. Brad Pitt got all of the accolades and won an award and everybody was praising his performance. And he felt like, oh, well, like I it, having him join the cast backfired on him <laughs> in the sense. <laughs> and I just thought that was very funny. I Again, I love it when 
two rich dudes who have nothing to lose just get into a petty disagreement. Nothing better. So I have a mini feud. Well, I don't know if it's a feud, but TikTok has alerted me of a potential feud regarding Kelly Ripa and several other wealthy white New York women. Think like Gwyneth Paltrow. I believe um, it. Jessica Seinfeld and like several other wealthy white ladies, Ali Wentworth. Um, Apparently many of them recently unfollowed Kelly on Instagram Hmm. and people think like something happened and she used to be a part of that circle of friends and people think like there must have been something that went down there. Um, It hasn't been confirmed what that is, but I will try to come to one of our next bonus episodes with more information if I find out any other things about it. I just want you to know, based on zero proof, I believe it. Yeah, I know. And the, the, what makes me sad about it is of all of them, I really like Kelly. I, you know, I enjoy Kelly Ripa. I appreciate that she's honest about her diet and the work she's had done on herself and like a place where people try to pretend that they just use a lot of skincare, like expensive skincare. Uh, she will rightfully admit, she always admits what, that she's had Botox and whatever other plastic surgery. She was very honest in her what I eat in a day, which was very unhinged. I'm very sad for her and what she eats every day. But I appreciate her honesty, and I've always thought she was a very fun morning show host. So um, I um, I feel bad for her. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'll let you know if I find out anything else. Please report back. Well, okay. So if J-Lo and Ben getting hitched was pop emergency number one, pop emergency number two, Brittany Nelton John recorded, recording, they're recording a remix of Tiny Dancer for his next album. Very <laughs> exciting. Just Just throwing that out there. I'm not I've hearing been, the screams I thought I would hear. I'm so excited. Honestly, I look, I love Cold Heart, the duet he's done with Dua Lipa, which is basically mm-hmm. it's All over Peloton. Elton, <laughs> yeah, over Peloton. I mean, it's two, it's two Elton John songs. It's it's obviously Rocket Man, and then it's um Sacrifice, which was like an 80s sleeper Elton John hit. But I like these remixes that he's doing with younger artists, and he's been doing them for a while. Like he released um there was an album of covers of his songs that came out two or three years ago that I listened to a lot on Spotify, like really great um, Florence and the Machine cover of Tiny Dancer. Um, but I like that he does work with younger artists to stay relevant. And I don't want to say relevant, but you know what I mean? Like he's always trying to evolve and I appreciate that. And I can't wait to hear it. Like I just, I think it's going to be great. I'm excited. I wonder when this album's coming out because that Dua Lipa song, is that just a single or do you think it's going to be on this forthcoming album of like remixes? Oh, I don't know. It could be. I feel like it will be. Yeah, it kind of that would make sense to me. I don't know. We'll see. I I guess. Stay tuned. And did you also see that Brittany met Taryn Edgerton who played Elton John? I just yes. thought that was an interesting coincidence. I <laughs> know I did. I did. Okay. All right. Second to last topic, which is also oh boy. Audrina Partridge has written a book that we were rudely not asked to ghostwrite, and it's coming out soon, I guess. It has, oh my God, it's the tragic cover that every, I don't know what's going on in publishing right now. Like, I I don't know. I know that they're all out there trying to lip sync for their lives to like stay afloat or whatever, but like, uh, any old per- if you've been on a reality show for two seconds in the 2000s, they're like, here's a book. I'm like, <laughs> like, I don't know what analytics, like, I'm not sure what numbers they're looking at to like, I don't know, generate these deals, but they make no sense to me. But all of them, like, if you look at any reality stars 
cover of their book, all of them look fucking identical. You could stack up, and I love my Queen Garcelle Bouvet on Beverly Hills Housewives, but you stack up her book, you stack up Chriselle, you stack Tori up- Tori Spelling, like no, all of those. No, 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 no. It's, it's like a recent trend. Um, Hannah, Bra- Hannah Brown, The Bachelorette. They all have the oh. same thing. It's that like, it's them standing- or whatever with that that font that home goods font that cursive yes. like, chalk font yeah it drives me insane and once you see this title on a book you will never unsee it but so Audrina has a book she has the exact same layout as fucking everybody else and it's called choices colon my journey from the hills to here I'm like Ugh, okay girl <laughs> Anyway, so they're at this stage where it must be coming out soon because they are publishing excerpts from the book all over the place, like the juiciest part. So only two things have come out. One was about how she dated Chris Evans or not Chris Evans. I'm sorry. Chris Pine, which I totally forgot, which go bears because he went to Cal and (laughs) uh, that they dated at some point and then they broke up because he didn't like all the attention, which like. Okay. And then also, like, guys, come on. What are you two? The fact that they even dated, I'm like, what are y'all talking about? I would love to know. It's like they didn't. So Jessica Simpson didn't talk about this in her book, but there was a time where she was hanging out with Billy Corgan from the Smashing Pumpkins. And I'm just like, that for me was like, but she didn't mention it in the book. And I was kind of sad, but that's like kind of what this reminds me of in a weird way. Oh, the Chris Pine to Billy Corgan pipeline. Yeah, no, I can kind of see what you mean. I mean, like, at least with Jessica Simpson, like, I can make a direct line from, you know, musician to musician, right? Like, sure. Who wouldn't? I mean, like, she grew up in the 90s. I'm sure she likes smashing pumpkins, but like, that's not her thing. And whatever. I don't know. I uh, Billy Corgan seems like a real pill. So I don't know why you want to like hang out with him for an extended amount of time. (laughs) So yeah, that's a real mystery. But yeah. Chris Pine and Audrina Partridge, like, I don't know. She, she said it was because they met because she made that movie Sorority Row that is so awful. Even I couldn't finish it. A person who watches bad movies on purpose, you know, it was just like, it, it just wasn't even entertaining at a certain point. But yeah, so there's that story circulating and a story about Justin Timberlake about how he was rude and a diva. And I don't know, there was something about that that just made me laugh. It was just like he was rude to LC and Whitney Port. He made Chris Brown accept his award like for him because he didn't want to accept it from a bunch of like reality stars. And like he made like a big stink about it because he's like a bitch. But all of this is to say, my real question is, when do you think Heidi and Spencer are going to write a book? Because I really want to have like a real breakdown, like a real detailed how to about how they lost all their fucking money on crystals, because that's a question that still confounds me. Like I need like receipts. I need photos. I need um, like a pop up video style thing to come up that like tells me how much all these things cost because like I just need to know and and I feel like they're the only interesting people <laughs> that I care about hearing from because they're like they're the fact that they're still together is insane to me. It's wild, but I also think that they would be perfect candidates for writing one of those like how we make our relationship work books. Like, you know, they'll, they'll if they ever come up with mm. uh, out with something, I don't know if it would be a tell all so much as you know it would be how we make our relationship work. And the tell-all would be the gross details about there. I feel like a tell-all tells you how their relationship works. I don't want to know how their relationship works. It's probably (laughs) disgusting. I mean, not disgusting, but like, you know, I mean, it's Spencer. And we saw him on the two... On the two seasons of The Hills New Beginnings that God forgot. So I um, (laughs) I just want to hear them tell all because also I enjoy hearing about how they perceive reality. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
unhinged. That's what I want. I want to hear, like, I want Heidi... You know, the most interesting part of that cursed second season of New Beginnings was Heidi, like, doing, like, her best, like... You see, like doing like a tax accountant, like this is how much money you got to spend on tacos. You see, like I just I got to like get in there. I need to know more. <laughs> like, why is Heidi the best person for the job? Like, I'm not saying she's not qualified, but like, I again, I need them to tell me all. And I'm sure they have lots of stories and they like to talk about themselves. So let's let's get it popping. Come on, Penguin House or whatever. I don't know. I need someone. I- I, I, I wonder Simon and Schuster, perhaps. I feel yes. like that's like, yeah, I feel like it's CBS Viacom owns them or something or they're tied together. So that ties in the MTV world. So, yeah, it's on Simon and Schuster now. Yeah. Andy Cohen's imprint, like somebody, Jessica, um, Sarah Jessica Parker, get your imprint on it. Like I need some. Whoever <laughs> gave Audrina Partridge a book needs to now turn around and give it to Heidi and Spencer. Yeah. Agreed. Are you going to read Audrina's book? I think I will buy a copy that I share with you uh, when I find it on discount somewhere. Right. It's got a. we can wait a few years, you know. We can wait a few years. Until you see it like on on the sales, like in one of those um, clearance end caps at Target or something. Exactly. Where it belongs. And the last, I mean, I don't know if this is a trending topic, but it definitely made me laugh. Jillian Flynn has a Gone Girl cruise. Wait, What? Jillian Flynn yes. is hosting a Gone Girl themed cruise. Why? What? So I did like, I did, you know, I did a Google search, you know, because I was like, what the fuck is this? Because I saw her tweet, you know, like, oh, I'm hosting a Gone Girl cruise. And like, she replied to her own tweet being like, and I'm going to draw a name at random and I'm going to murder you. Ha ha ha. And I'm like, ha ha ha. Like, we've all read the book, girl. Like, what do you mean? And I know you're working on a new book. And like, what says, what's as terrifying, like a fucking cruise? <laughs> what do you, do you have like a portion in which you change your entire look? Like you're, there's a, a hair salon to dye your hair. There's like a place to change your makeup. Like I, what, like what is there? How? Well, I will, I will read you the amenities uh, provided by the Avalon Waterways Cruise Service. It's a river cruise, by the way, because you're cruising, I believe, down the Danby River. Oh. And, you know, I, I can... I understand because as my mother once told me, 30, quote, 30% quote, thirty of people who go on a cruise disappear because of international waters. <laughs> so a Gone Girl cruise makes a ton of sense when you really think about it. But <laughs> Avalon Waterways also just like generally puts on these like quote unquote celebrity cruises and they tend to they did one like Gwendolyn Gwendolyn Doyle, which like makes a lot of sense. Like you're just like getting positive affirmations while you cruise around all day or whatever. But on the Jillian Flynn Gone Girl, and by the way, it's Gone Girl exclamation point is the name of the cruise. <laughs> it feels like there should be a comma between no. the gun and the girl. You would think. There isn't. There's an exclamation point. It's an eight-day cruise from Budapest to Degendorf. And the the subhead is, come sail away with Jillian Flynn. Known for her runaway hits, Gone Girl, Sharp Objects, and Dark Places. Three of, like, the darkest books I have ever read. <laughs> and she's inviting you to run away on the Danby River. You get to hear her twisted narratives while you wind and bend your way through craggy cliffs, terraced vineyards, and culture-rich villages from Budapest to Vienna. It's like, oh yeah, a perfect place for her to throw me fucking overboard. Again, I'm not saying that Jillian Flynn murders people or that she will on this trip. I'm just saying, this is like, you guys are just doing this like kind of like wink, like, <laughs> she writes about murderers. Isn't that I mean? Funny? She is working on that new novel. Why not base it on a true story? This is That's what all I'm, I'm saying. You. This is what I am telling you. <laughs> Okay, so this just line of copy, though, took me out. 
It's a killer opportunity to spend a week sailing on a sweet ship with a quote-unquote killer queen. You will experience two exclusive on-ship events with your celebrity host. Plus, you'll have the opportunity to share an entire vacation experience with Jillian Flynn. I mean, why would Jillian Flynn want to spend a vacation no. experience among all of us? <laughs> you know, that's my bigger question. Let but alone the people things. who would want to buy a ticket to be on a cruise because they love the book so much they want to live it out for a week. Like that to me – I. Look, I I would love to be a true crime. I'd love to be a crime writer. Like that sounds really interesting, all that. Um, but if I'm having a cruise where um, my fans, supposed fans would be coming on, like the people who would pay that kind of money to be on that cruise are not the type of people that I would like to spend a vacation with. Um, I don't know who people on who are capable of committing murder and getting away with it on international waters. I'll have you know. If you are Jillian Flynn's agent who is responsible for having her do this cruise, we would love to talk to you because I have so many questions. We we'll it- give you a Top Gun salute of the week. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> We're just going to keep using that. It's too bad we don't use video on this because right now I'm just like furiously saluting. <laughs> it's like just think of that emoji that's saluting. That's me and Emily. <laughs> And you just heard a preview of one of our latest Patreon episodes. Yes, that's right. We have an old millennial cinematic universe over at Patreon. For $5 a month, you get two pieces of content from us. Usually that can be an episode, maybe two episodes. Sometimes you'll get a newsletter about our latest obsessions. But come join us over there if you want to hear us talk about more than just, you know, the 90s and 2000s. We'll talk about what we're watching or streaming. We might be talking about the latest celeb gossip, like what you just heard. Um, But either way, uh, we think you really enjoy this. And again, for $5 a month, you get all sorts of great content from us. If you're interested in joining, uh, you can go to patreon.com slash old millennials pod and become a member today. Thanks so much. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.